Hello, everyone. Welcome to the pilot episode of Lonely, Sober, and Black. This is not my first time with a podcast. My first podcast was called Really Windy, and it was really just me being self-absorbed as I am, talking about a bunch of nothing that people really maybe could relate to and it would be entertaining, but that's not what I want to do with my time anymore or waste my breath on anymore. And a lot of it was me just talking about the past and things that no longer serve me. With this being a new year, today is January 2nd, 2021. Thank God. I just want to leave everything before today. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. Adios. Out of there. I am just happy, grateful, and thankful to be present in the moment where I am breathing and just here. Just here. I was sitting and thinking because everybody knows with the new year that Everybody wants to roll out their resolutions and it's a new day. You should. You should really think up whatever it is that you want to do. Make a plan and go for it. If it's fear holding you back, tackle that fear in whatever way you can. It's not easy and a lot of us suffer from trauma and things in our past that we don't realize has shaped a lot of our behaviors. And it's hard to come to terms with that or even recognize that sometimes. And it's just a journey. Life is a journey. I'm just now getting to the point where I realize how much things in my past affected me. I was an overweight child I would say I was always a cute kid, you know, and I was watching the HBO show, The Flight Attendant, you guys, and if you want to stop drinking and have not stopped drinking and think you have a problem with drinking, and even if you don't have a problem with drinking, it's on HBO Max, but that show annoyed the fuck out of me, y'all. Her drinking really annoyed me, and it is reality. And, and I'm not going to give away too many spoilers, but in the show, she has a lot of flashbacks. She also blacks out. I used to be a person that drank and blacked out too. And um, I would say things or do things and not remember it. And she was also, she also used to black out. But anyway, with this particular show, when she wakes up with one of the many men that she deals with drunk, she he's dead beside her and she cannot remember what happened and she has flashbacks throughout but she also realizes that her whole childhood was just misconstrued in her head and she was putting things together in her head a certain way but that's not how they really happened and alcohol can do that and I really had to take a look and try to think back to my past as to why I have certain insecurities or fear when it comes to certain things, why I was attached to materialism and 
different things to define me. And a lot of that came from my past and trying to constantly prove myself and insecurities. And a lot of that is tied to different things. And you really have to soul search and look back and just figure out what happened and when and think about how it affects you and just how to navigate through that the best way you can. And let's talk about alcohol abuse. I would, I've been to an AA meeting. I first decided that I wanted to be a sober person or live a sober lifestyle probably around October. October 8th of 2020 was my first bout at uh, sobriety. And I lasted a little over two months. Originally, I was telling myself that I would go for forever. I ordered all of these books, Sober Curious, Quit Like a Woman. I ordered all the books, read them. And for the first time, normally when I would quit, my drink of choice is wine. Uh, I would indulge in liquor only on social occasions and I have a high tolerance so my you know my father he struggled with alcoholism my mother still struggles and my family struggles it's definitely genetic I have a super high tolerance and also I had gastric bypass in 2010 and with that they also I had to have a psych evaluation before I had gastric bypass surgery and they ask you a lot of questions about your mental health and of course I just lied through the whole thing and they say that a lot of people who had the surgery could end up becoming alcoholics whether they're trying to drink because they can't eat what they want to eat or just different things that go along with abuse period um, and addiction being addicted to food being addicted to alcohol all of that tied in one it can just be a combination that is just no bueno okay and I have been abusing alcohol to some extent since college and I left college in 2011 a lot of I went to college in a small town and it was a lot of drinking and boredom associating not doing anything with, you know, just drinking to pass time. That was what college was for me and a lot of my peers. We were in a small area called Greenville, North Carolina. I went to East Carolina University and I'm sure a lot of us abused alcohol. We had penny liquor nights at some of the clubs and they were definitely giving out aristocrat I could remember when one of my friends in college, she was just drinking, 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 and I did not realize it was aristocrat or something. And then she just passed out and we had to like get her on a bus, get her back to her room. She was not, she was out of there and we were gonna call the ambulance, but she was underage and we didn't wanna get in trouble. So we just laid her in her bed and the next morning, luckily she just woke up. But thinking back to that, she could have died. And then what do you tell someone's parents or, you know, I'm telling you the 20-somethings or something else, but I won't get into that. That's not what this podcast is about. But anyway, back to me starting my sober journey. 
October 8th, I decided that I was done. And I just got tired of being a person that starts things, stops things, starts things, stops things. I was, I used to be on social media a lot. I currently don't have an Instagram, Facebook, or anything. This podcast and a YouTube are my only outlets at the moment, but I used to be one that would do things specifically to post, whether that's, okay, show yourself in the gym, instant gratification, check mark, you're good to go. Show, tell everyone that you're starting a sober journey. You get all of the instant gratification at first by announcing, then, you know, whatever. And then a lot of those pressures build up to where it's like, okay, you're no longer working out because you want to work out. You're working out because you told everybody. Well, um, you're no longer not drinking because you don't want to drink. You're not drinking because you told everybody and you don't want to feel like a liar. That's not genuine and that won't keep you on the path that you need to be to stop doing whatever it is that you're doing that you want to stop. If you want to work out, work out because that's what you want to do to improve your health. If you want to go on a diet, do that because it's what you want to do to improve your health or lose weight or whatever it is for you, not because you think that it will appeal to other people or thinking about other people at all with whatever your personal journey is. And that's something that I had to definitely learn. So yeah, started October 8th and I was reading the books, listening to um, uh, the audible of quit like a woman. And my experience was not quite like the flight attendants or the author of quit like a woman. I know I definitely abused wine and a lot of it was just because I was lonely. Wine would make me get up watch YouTube videos, sing, dance, whatever, call my mom, she wouldn't get on my nerves as bad, text friends or flirt with a guy I really don't want, and it'll be a little more bearable when I'm drunk. And then go to sleep, all to wake up, and it's still my reality. Got old. And really, while I wasn't drinking, I was more present, still very bored and, um, alone I tried out yoga still felt very awkward around people and I really can be very outgoing but I don't know what it is I don't know if it's my 30s or what I'm currently 31 I just haven't felt like just saying hey to somebody and sparking up conversation I don't know if it's just this pandemic sort of thing but I've not felt as outgoing as I used to feel and I just moved to Houston from Atlanta in August, running away from my problems per usual, but I felt I needed a new environment from Atlanta, and I got laid off from my job, ended up getting a different job, and decided to move to Houston, and I work remote. I'm alone a lot. I'm an only child. I'm a loner, and I'm going through a phase of figuring out friends, trying to nurture relationships, trying to nurture myself and figure out purpose, this thing they call purpose that I'm just like, yo, why is it not hit me yet? I have not found that thing that I wake up doing every day and be like, woohoo, this is it. Also reading all these self-improvement and meditation books that tell me that I'm supposed to just sit in my thoughts and I can't stop my thoughts for 30 seconds. You know, just the things, you know, I got the right idea in mind. It's just putting it all in motion, putting this puzzle piece together. But 
taking it a day at a time still. So yeah, decided to drink when I came home for Christmas. Went back to North Carolina and I was like, I see my girlfriend from a, you know, from high school, and I said, you know what, F it. And we truly had a good time. We, you know, ate some edibles, drink. And I was like, this is cool, this is cool. Next day, woke up, it was a shit show with trying to get my rental and all of that. And I wasn't feeling my best. And I'm like, wow, okay, so now reality hits once again get to my mother's house and I decided to drink for no reason. And basically, I don't want to get too into the drinking because this is a sobriety podcast and I don't want to be triggering for anyone or anything like that. But I decided um, to drink during that time and I just, it was no point. I didn't even feel buzzed. It's like once you learn something, you can't unlearn it. I've been to an AA meeting. It wasn't really my thing, but I got the whole purpose. You know, to me, I you need God. You need spirituality. You need a sense of self. You need strength. You need all of that to get through this journey. You don't need alcohol. It's definitely a mental and internal thing. So I got back home week ago and I said, okay, I'm done. I went to a girlfriend's house before I left and she was celebrating a year of sobriety. And it was just touching to see because number one, this wasn't something that she announced to the world on social media. This was a personal thing. Even when people asked her, she would just say, you know, no, I'm not drinking. No, I'm not drinking. And I respect that so much because I'm a person of announcements, you know, like I want to tell the world what I'm about to do and how I'm about to do it. And then I'll just stop because I have a choice to just stop. But sometimes you got to stick with something in order to get, you got to stick with things. And it just encouraged me to shut up and just do it. Live in my truth and really do it because I want to do it. Not do it because I posted it on Instagram. Not do it because I told everybody, but do it because I understand that I don't want to avoid my feelings no more. I don't want to escape my loneliness. I don't want to do any of that. I want to sit in it. I want to live in my truth and love it. And I have a beautiful life. I'm blessed. And I could be so much more present in doing things. I have options. I have a way to maneuver throughout this world freely without alcohol controlling me. Is I'm now forced in these situations to meet new people, to embrace my new environment in a new city and be fully present. I'm not just dealing with these people or meeting these girls because we're drunk in a bathroom. I'm not just carrying on pointless conversation with someone because we're both drunk to realize we have nothing in common. I'm fully here and coherent and I understand anybody that's in my life is because I truly want them to be. And no social media is going to be good for me it will be a challenge because I definitely won't have those connections to other people but I also won't have those distractions either this is very personal for me I started a YouTube and I was basically talking about different things going on in my life and when I talked about alcohol nobody gave a damn I think that's my least viewed video but just consistency I've been lacking 
And I had this podcast that I abandoned because, again, like I said, it was just a bunch of craziness that, I mean, you know, whatever. But YouTube just took so much effort, and I don't always feel like putting my looks and being judged off of how I appear to be to be the main focus of what I'm doing. If I don't feel like doing my hair, if I don't feel like propping up a camera, if I don't feel like being judged by what I look like, I just said that, but I was like, what about, what, what do you love to do? I love to talk. And my podcast just fell at the wayside because I got tired of talking about a bunch of nothing. And so all of this kind of came together at once this morning as I was working on my journal and different things. And I decided to reach out to a few friends that I've been neglecting our friendship and just let them know, hey, I'm here. I'm present. I'm there for you. And, um, Getting outside of my fear and my overthinking, taking a breath, and just doing something for the good that'll help me. And that's how my new podcast came about. So welcome. My podcast will be a bit more structured going forward. I am new on this sober journey and definitely I feel alone because Physically, I am, but I have resources. I'm going to be reading more and sharing books and shows and things of that nature with you all. Being a single black woman that's sober in a new city, (laughs) not on Tinder, not any of that, and sharing my thoughts with you and the journey and tools and all of that because I know I'm going to make it through and I look forward to this so thank you for tuning in and I hope you enjoy what I have to give